come to the end of our year together, the end of 2021, and we look back on what has been the focus for our year, that is, love God with all your heart, soul, mind and strength, and love your neighbour as yourself. Over the past three Sundays, we've been working through our Advent series on faith, hope and love that is birthed out of 1 Corinthians 13, verse 13, and it says that of faith, hope and love, faith and hope will pass away, but love will always remain, that faith and hope are essential for now as we live in this time because we we see in part and we long for the, the fullness to come, but that love is something that will last forever because it is the essence of who God is. And just on that, a big thank you to Stuart Chalmers and to Phil Toms for, for the word that they brought over the past few weeks on those topics of hope and love. Now, in our church meetings, we're going to listen to a song by an artist called Danny Goki, one of my daughter's, my eldest daughter's favourite artists at the moment. And there's a line in that song that simply says, at the heart of it all, it all comes down to this, love God and love people. A simple statement and, you know, on the face of it, it feels like something that should be quite straightforward to do, but how do we actually walk that reality out and how do we understand it in its fullness? Well, we're now at the morning after the day before. It's, it's Boxing Day morning as we gather together and, and we reflect back on yet another Christmas day and yet another Christmas season. And it strikes me that Christmas is the best routine opportunity for us to express our love to others. To express our love to others and because we are people of faith, and importantly faith in Christ, it is a chance for us to express our love to others motivated by God's love for us. Now over the past year we've been thinking more in depth about what love is, how do we understand love? And the best way, of course, to understand love is to open our Bibles and to, to read what it says. 1 John chapter 4, verses 7 and onwards, paints an incredible picture of love. But it's encapsulated in verse 19, where it says, We love because God first loved us. That the The origin of love is beyond us. The origin of love is beyond us. We love because he first loved us. Then we turn back a a few books in the New Testament to John 15. What does it say in John 15 verse 13? Well, it says, No one has greater love than this to lay down his life for his friends. So not only is is it a concept, but it's also a reality. It's something that God has willingly demonstrated for each one of us. And how did he do that? 
Well, we know the verse so well, don't we, John 3, 16. 16 and 17, actually. It's important for us not to cut off the, these uh, these trains of thought too quickly. John chapter 3, verse 16. The CSB translation captures this really well because quite often we read this verse and we think that it is the magnitude of God's love that it's talking about. But no, it's actually talking about the method of God's love. We often know the words, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son. But actually, the the argument is for this verse that it's a better translation to say, for God loved the world in this way, thus so. And the CSB captures that, John chapter 3, verse 16 and 17. For God loved the world in this way, he gave his one and only son, so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. Verse 17, for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. It isn't just a concept, love, it's also a reality. It has its origins beyond us, but they're not out of reach. And they're not out of reach because God has demonstrated them in our midst. And I love that. Now, God's love motivated him to come. And importantly, God's love motivated him to come because of what humanity had become. We know that God created humanity to be more than it had become. And so love compelled him to restore it. And that's one of the things about love. Love sees the potential in someone. Yes, it sees the worth and the value, but also the potential And so God's mission was to lead people back, to draw people out of darkness and into his wonderful, glorious, marvellous light. And, And so when we turn to the book of John, we see this principle so often repeated. The simple principle that God's mission has become our mission. John 15, verse 12, what does it say? He says, this is my command. Love one another as I have loved you. So it has its origins beyond us, but not out of reach. God has demonstrated to us what love is, and then he commands us to embrace it, embody it, and live it. And so Matthew 22 verses 36 to 39 that have been the the core verses for us for 2021. This invitation to love God with all that we have and are and to love our neighbour as ourselves. And as we do that, as we love God with everything we are, we are equipped with the capacity to take on the mission of God. And that mission is to lead people back to restoration, to draw people out of darkness and into his marvellous light. We have to remember that love covers a multitude of sins, yes, but it never condones sin. It never condones sin. God didn't love what humanity was doing and how it was living, but he did love humanity. And so loving our neighbour doesn't mean that we condone the sin in their lives, just as we shouldn't condone the sin in our own lives. But loving our neighbour means that we see the value, the worth and the kingdom potential in them. And so we're on the last Sunday of our year. 
We've covered a lot through our chronology of the Bible, and we've had numerous little moments and some big ones where God has loved humanity enough to to intervene. God has seen the value, the worth, and also the kingdom potential in them. God, God has loved them enough to intervene. It's a mistake to think that love does not intervene. Quite often we can think that it's really important that we don't step in because we love someone and we don't want to cause any strain or tension there. But what we see with God is that God loved people enough to intervene. He intervened lovingly in the garden. The invitation to love God through faith, that is to trust in his promise and to love him and each other in the unfolding mess. And then he intervened lovingly in the time of Noah. You might think, Stuart, that that's an interesting choice of words. He intervened lovingly during the time of Noah. But what we see is that he preserved humanity that was on a path towards absolute destruction. He preserved humanity by lifting some up and out of what was to come so that generations to come might know him. God loved humanity enough to intervene. We have to remember that God loves righteousness more than he loves us. And I wonder if perhaps we can we can embrace something of that in the way we walk today. Can we love righteousness more than anything else? And can that motivate us to to draw people out of darkness and into God's marvellous light? God loves righteousness more than he loves humanity. And that's why his love motivates us to embrace righteousness and become righteousness. And so what is his solution? Well, his solution that we have just marked, his solution was to come. We're going to sing this song together as well in the church. Simple chorus, love came down and rescued me. Love came down and set me free. I am yours, I am forever yours. Mountain high, valley low, I sing out, remind my soul that I am yours, I am forever yours. Love came down and rescued me. God's solution to everything is love and love motivates him to intervene. How does he intervene? He came. He comes to humanity. And so here we are, we're at the morning after the day before. And as we settle down and recover from the bustle, I want to just invite us to prioritise something. Even before we get to making New Year's resolutions, let's prioritise something in the next few days and see if we can get into a pattern and a habit. And that is, Prioritising simplicity. Bringing things right back to their origin. And and let's just think of that song one more time. That it all comes down to this. To love God and to love people. It's a work of the Spirit. And that's why we have to love God first. 
And so let's pray this morning. Let's pray that God would help us to love him, yes, but to love people. Because God's longing is for us to live a life that magnifies and glorifies him. And I believe that love is at the heart of that. So let's pray together. Father, we thank you for a chance just to close off our time this year and what has been an incredible year in so many ways. But to close it off with a reminder, a timely reminder of, of who you are and what matters most to you. That you are love. That is the essence of who you are. And that motivated you to intervene because you saw our value and our worth, yes, but also our potential, what you want us to become, that we are more than what we have become. And therefore you beckon us through transformation by your spirit to more. And so Father, help us, help us to simplify, to strip things back and to get back to the heart of it all, which is to love you with our heart, soul, mind and strength, with everything we have, our intellect, our energy, our substance, and to love our neighbour as ourselves. That challenge for us to, to prioritise and preserve our neighbour like we would naturally do that for ourselves. Father, give us your ability. We ask in the precious and mighty name of Jesus. And I just want to pray right now, God, over everybody that's been listening to these podcasts over the number of months that they've been going. We just pray from Open Baptist Church to all of our listeners beyond that you would know the peace and power of God as we close out 2021, that you would know your value and worth in Christ, but you would also know that God is beckoning you to more, not in your own strength, but in his strength, but he's beckoning you to more because he needs humanity to stand up in these days. Stand up and proclaim and declare the good news of Jesus Christ to all around us, that they might come to know Jesus Christ and might come to live a life of honour for his name's sake. I just pray, we just pray for you all. We just pray that, that you would be touched by the power of the Spirit, even as we speak right now, as we pray right now. The Holy Spirit, you would just minister right now to hearts and minds. And that we, you would beckon us back to that place of intimacy and simplicity where we sit in the quiet with our Bibles open and say, Speak to me, God, for your servant is listening. Lead me, God, for your servant is willing. Let me be an instrument for your kingdom. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen.